We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Interesting finish here. 77. Oh, see, and they're going at it. Oh, yeah. Howard and Guard are not happy right now. As the two of them continue to have words. We told you Jawan Howard was not happy about that timeout. Yo! And Jawan Howard just threw a right hand. And now we got a scrum. We have a scrum in Madison. Players are pushing and shoving. This is an ugly scene. This is an ugly scene. Oh, my God. It's Zach Zaidman on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago's sports station. Catalan and Steve Lapis on CBS Sports captured verbally the way we were all feeling watching that yesterday. Just crazy stuff in college basketball. Hi, everyone. We call it President's Day, but today is officially known as Washington's Birthday, a federal holiday honoring our nation's first president. And it was George Washington who said, honesty is the best policy. And we're going to attempt to use that policy to take a look at the challenging work facing the Bears this offseason. But we'll get into so much more, including... Is the punishment fair for what you just heard, the handshake fracas that took place yesterday between Michigan and Wisconsin? We'll look ahead to the final 23 games of the Bulls' regular season right there with Miami for the best record in the Eastern Conference. And when will we see Major League Baseball again? All that and more coming up over the next three hours. A pleasant good evening to you. Zach Zaidman here until 9 o'clock on 670 The Score, broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Ahead on the show, we'll be joined by one of the top Bears beat reporters in town, Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. He'll be taking your phone calls throughout most of this hour. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. The Score listener line is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. At 7 o'clock, we'll go national with NFL Network Stacey Dales. She was at the Super Bowl last weekend. She'll be at the Combine next week. What can the Bears learn from what transpired in the NFL playoffs? Plus, Dales was a decorated point guard 
way before she became an NFL reporter. She was a decorated point guard at Oklahoma, then in the WNBA. I'll ask her what she thinks about what happened yesterday in that college basketball game between Michigan and Wisconsin. At 740, we'll visit with fansided.com MLB insider Robert Murray. When will there be baseball? What will it look like? And what's left to fix for both the Cubs and Sox before the season starts? Then at 820, a real treat. Casey Johnson, the Bulls insider from NBC Sports Chicago, will join us to break down what he calls a daunting stretch run for the Bulls. But first, the latest from the madness in Madison. Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports reporting that Michigan will suspend head coach Jawan Howard for the rest of the regular season. That's five games. Is it fair? And this morning, if you were listening to the score, our own David Hall was very outspoken about what needs to happen, not just for Michigan, but for Wisconsin, too, based on what transpired yesterday. And I figured he's the perfect guy to talk to. David joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. David, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. So what do you think? Five games the rest of the regular season for Jawan Howard. Is that fair? Hey, Zach, about 12 hours later, I feel the same way I did this morning. I think this is an appropriate punishment. Five games, is, is it fits the crime, if you will. I know a lot of people might have felt like, okay, this is a fireable offense. In some cases, it might have been. If this were a coach who you were hiring from another program or you're just getting to know in the feel-out phase, maybe this is somebody you fire because you can't lay hands and, and strike another coach. That's a terrible example. As a college head coach, You've got two responsibilities, win games and lead by example. Juwan Howard failed in the, in the latter. And, but I think that because he was such a big part of Michigan lore, he was a guy who's part of the Fab Five. He is the, the reigning Big Ten coach of the year. He is a Michigan man. That helped him here. But it's, he benefited from being a Michigan man. He's got to stop acting like a Michigan child. And this maybe will teach him some accountability. I want to hear an apology. I want to hear him sound contrite, which is something he didn't sound after the game. But I think people who are upset about this should feel satisfied that at least Michigan stepped up and did the right thing, and they didn't let this go unpunished, and five games seems like an appropriate response. What does it say that Michigan was the one that imposed the penalty? They had to be. They had to be because without them stepping ahead of perhaps even being stronger than the Big Ten, which for some reason, and I don't understand this totally, they have limitations on the discipline they can dole out as a conference. But I think Michigan had to step forward if they wanted to maintain their own integrity because this is an institution that goes beyond, believe it or not, the football and basketball programs. They have a university that has been rocked with scandal lately with its, from the presidential level on down. And, and so and you have a situation with your head basketball coach, one of, one of the most visible people, in your university in Ann Arbor on that campus, you cannot let this pass because people are watching. And what happened What happened against Wisconsin, okay, you, people want to explain it away and justify this or justify that, but he lost his cool. And what happened after Juwan Howard reacted was players followed, which tells you the power of his example. So if you are uh, an institution of higher learning, you have to teach a lesson, and this is part of that lesson, so you could not let it go unchecked. And we're getting much more information on the other punishments. Jeff Goodman from Stadium is reporting that not only will Howard be suspended 
for the final five games of the regular season for Michigan. He will be suspended without pay, so that's $130,000. He will also receive a $40,000 fine from the Big Ten, the largest fine in Big Ten history. But there's more, David. Wisconsin's Greg Gard, according to Goodman, will not be suspended. He will be fined $10,000. No suspension or fine expected for the assistant coach who got involved in the fracas, the one that uh, Howard kind of had that open-handed slap in the face. And then three players will be suspended for one game, two guys on the Michigan roster and one Wisconsin player. I think they're handling this right. And I, and I think Greg Gard was trying to get Juwan Howard's attention. And I'm not justifying what he said because I don't know what was said. But I do think that when you look at and you study the, the Zapruder film, or at least the version, and when you look at past examples, as we have seen on social media today, this is kind of the way Greg Gard has communicated in the past with Juwan Howard in these handshake lines, which are you know fraught with peril. You have to be really careful with these situations now. But I don't, I don't think it's too much to ask people to act like adults and show some sportsmanship. So whatever Wisconsin is doing, fine. The players' uh, penalties sound uh, appropriate as well. And as for Juwan Howard, look, I'm not going to minimize the financial penalty aspect of this, but this is somebody who is an NBA player, earned uh, over $150 million over the course of his career. He earned that good for him. But I think what he's learning is the things that served him well, those instincts of, of fighting back and being combative, those instincts that served him well as a player have no place in the coaching ranks. And I think this is a tough lesson to learn because he's a relatively new head coach, but it's something that he will be better for after this. So sit him out five games, maybe get him some uh, – if he's having anger issues because this is the second incident he has had with an opposing coach in the past year, maybe that's something that is part of this process as well. But Michigan, regardless of what implications for the NCAA tournament or the regular season finish, they've got to do the right thing, and I'm glad that they did. Breaking news on the score is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Zach Zabin, pleased to be joined by David Haw, who you can hear much more of with Mully tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. right here on the score. So to recap the breaking news around college basketball, Jawan Howard, according to Yahoo Sports, will be suspended for the final Five games of the regular season. According to Stadium, he faces the largest fine in the history of the Big Ten, $40,000. Wisconsin head coach Greg Gard will not be suspended, but will be fined $10,000. According to Stadium, no suspension or fine for the assistant coach who is kind of yelling at Howard and then Howard kind of try to reach over and, and whack him upside the head with a, an open hand. And then three players will be suspended for one game, two on the Michigan roster, one on the Wisconsin roster. And according to the video, it looked like all three guys attempted to throw punches. But I agree with you, David. The bottom line is this, and I know there was a lot of excuse-making for Jawana Howard's actions as though – we needed to have some sort of inside look as to why something like that would occur. And, and yeah, was was Greg Gard wrong to to kind of hold up Howard when he was attempting to walk by? Yeah, probably. But it doesn't merit the reaction that we saw out of a college basketball head coach. There need there needs to be adults in the room, and you cannot have 
not just a, a college coach, but technically an educator when you work as a head basketball coach at the college level. And that's what Jawan Howard is. You cannot have that look, which is obviously going viral, and it should because it's wrong. He's paid handsomely to provide leadership. Part of leadership is knowing you know, how to keep your composure, adversity strikes. And that was a, a definition of adversity, one form of it. You got beat. You didn't like the way that Wisconsin handled the game down the stretch, which, by the way, if he's still pressing Wisconsin and still coaching to win, I, I don't know. You know that, that's something that you can go back and forth and debate all you want. It's immaterial to me. That is also something that, as a, an opposing coach, if you do get beat and you're offended by the way the other team acted, deal with it publicly at the podium, behind a microphone, uh, and you know you want to criticize them that way. That's the way it typically is done. The the use of uh, a physical force has no place in college athletics when you're talking about the coaches and and with the way that Jawan Howard reacted and responded. You know, there's no room for physical alter- altercations here. And, and I, 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 it's absurd to think that the explanation that was offered, he was protecting himself. Okay, nobody really takes that seriously, do they? And, I, and I'm not defending Greg Gard at all. I mean, if he, if he knows that it was a ten, tense situation, he maybe needs to read the situation or read the room a little bit better than he did. But certainly what Jabwan Howard did was wrong, and uh, it was the wrong thing to do at the wrong time, and Michigan uh, recognized that. And in, 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 in a world of college sports where sometimes people lose their way, I'm glad Michigan hasn't. They've had a difficult offseason. Their two most visible employees, Jim Harbaugh, uh, and Jawan Howard have had, you know, rough winters, if you will, for different reasons, but rough winters in, in, in terms of uh, what, what their expectations are. And they need to be better. And, and I think in this case, Jawan Howard is, is going to give some, be given some time to, uh, to think about it a little bit. Our final few moments here with David Haw, the Big Ten making it official, David. So for the University of Michigan, Jawan Howard, five-game suspension, fined $40,000, and two student-athletes have been suspended one game effective immediately for the University of Wisconsin. Head coach Greg Gard fined $10,000. One student-athlete suspended for one game effective immediately. And there is a statement that's been released by Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. Quote, Big Ten conference coaches and student-athletes are expected to display the highest level of sportsmanship conduct. I am grateful for the partnership with Michigan Athletics Director Ward Manuel and Wisconsin Athletics Director Chris McIntosh. Our expectation is that the incident yesterday will provide our coaches and student athletes with the opportunity to reflect, learn, and move forward in a manner that demonstrates decorum and leadership on and off the court, which is exactly what you just said. Excellent move, and, and, and I give Kevin Moore a lot of credit. I, I give the Michigan administration a lot of credit. This has went from the way you want this to go, from embarrassing to exemplary. This is the way you respond to a crisis. This is the way you don't let it linger. You, it's the day after, and they spent all day studying it, evaluating it, probably looking at the, the legal ramifications and contractual language, and they did what needed to be done. And, and Michigan will have to play its final five games without its head coach. And, you know, look, it's college basketball, Zach. You're around a program all the time. In DePaul, you have seen stranger things happen. Maybe this is something that, that um, gives them a spark. This is a, this is a team that has been somewhat underachieving this year. I think that's beside the point. But you never know when you're talking about college athletes and how they respond to something like this. They may feel like their, their head coach is being picked on unnecessarily. So let's wait and see. But this is definitely uh, the next time we see Juwan Howard coach will be at the Big Ten tournament. And I think there will be a lot of drama surrounding that one.
and hopefully an apology as well. David, really appreciate your perspective. We'll be listening. I won't be up at 5 a.m., but I know a lot of people listening right now will be driving to work. They'll be listening to you for the entire show tomorrow morning with Molly. Thanks, Zach. Anytime. (laughs) You got it. David Haw sharing his strong opinions and perspective on the news coming out from the Big Ten. Jawan Howard suspended for the final five games of the regular season, fined $40,000. Two Michigan players suspended each for one game, effective immediately. Wisconsin head coach Greg Garn fined $10,000 for his actions yesterday during that handshake fracas, and one of their players has been suspended one game effective immediately. Let's take a break. Zach Zaidman with you until 9 o'clock. Immediately ahead, we talk Bears. Your phone calls. Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic joins us. We've got a lot to discuss. 312-644-6767. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. In spite of how good Cincinnati was and how they got by without their offensive line being any good, I, I would say that's an outlier. Let's fix this line. If we're going to give Justin Fields a chance to be an elite player in this league, we've got to protect for him. And so everything that we're going to do, the goal to the Super Bowl, the, being able to establish a winning team in Chicago again, is going to be derived from our ability to rebuild offensive and defensive linemen. And that would be the mantra. You know, I know Chase was great. I get that. But that's an anomaly. Burrow's great, you know. And so for us to be great, we've got to be able to dominate both the offensive and the defensive lines. And I don't think it can get very much further than that. I think that's got to be the emphasis. I would just basically get everybody in the building talking about how we're going to repair the line. 
Football insider Mike Lombardi, who appeared with Mully and Haw talking about what awaits the Bears this offseason. Now, remember what I said at the beginning of the show about George Washington? Honesty is the best policy. And when it comes to the Bears, our city is as passionate and loyal and knowledgeable as any in the NFL. But I don't think we've been honest with ourselves when it comes to Justin Fields. Zach Zabin with you until 9 o'clock on Chicago's Sports Radio 670 to score. You know, for years, we've been told that you have to be patient with young quarterbacks. It takes time for them to develop. Look at Peyton Manning, right? That's what you always hear. Look at Peyton Manning. He threw 28 interceptions his rookie year in 1998. But he also set the rookie record that year for touchdown passes. And quite frankly... The NFL has changed dramatically since then. There has never been an easier time for young quarterbacks to adjust to the pro game than right now. And yet all we've heard this past season, excuse-making for why Fields had a terrible statistical season, historically terrible. Davis Mills with the Houston Texans. And... Think about everything that was wrong with the Texans this past season. He put up better numbers than Justin Fields. Think about all the new age quarterbacks in the league today. All of them have been good from the get-go. Russell Wilson, he needed a training camp and boom, he was Russell Wilson right from the get-go. Patrick Mahomes, they actually stuck to the plan in Kansas City, unlike what transpired here this past season. And when Mahomes got his chance, he's been great since. Lamar Jackson, how much time did he need to become great? Justin Herbert didn't find out he was going to play in the NFL until a pregame. Last year, not this past season, but last year, his rookie year, when Tyrod Taylor unfortunately has a a mishap by a doctor who accidentally injected him with a shot where the needle goes into the lung. And all of a sudden, Herbert, without any preparation, no reps at practice, takes over and he hasn't given up the job since. So I don't want to hear... This Justin Fields needed to train with the the ones at, at training camp in order to be good. Or the Bears offensive line stinks or the coaching staff stinks. Because Joe Burrow, you just heard it from Lombardi. Joe Burrow has never played behind a good offensive line. And yet all he's done is knock off the best teams in the AFC to end up in the Super Bowl. We got to stop with the excuse making. That doesn't mean that Justin Fields is a bust. It doesn't mean that he can't become a good player. It's just that he might not be the kind of player you thought you were getting when the Bears traded up to get him. Let's talk about this and more with Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. He covers the Bears, and he joins us now on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sportsbook. Kevin will be taking your phone calls the rest of the hour. 312-644-6767 is the phone call. I'm not giving up on Justin Fields. It would be silly to do that. But 
I, I think the Bears have to take a long, hard look, Kevin, this offseason and identify exactly what Justin Fields is. You know, we keep looking at, at all these tweets that, that Bears fans send out, and they have all of his great plays posted on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram. And you know why? Because you can fit the small number of great plays he had this season on a social media post. You can't do that with the other quarterbacks I mentioned. No, you can't, Zach. And, and I'll, I'll say this. If Matt Eberflus uh, was listening to that monologue, he of the hits philosophy would appreciate your hustle and your intensity and your passion uh, that you laid out. And I, I hope the Bears have 10% of that as they look into the situation with their quarterback and Justin Fields. And and, and I think that they, they have shown in the limited times we've heard from them that they are you know open to this situation you know of of being honest and there nobody's anointing anybody you know I, I think that 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 you hit it that this this doesn't mean what well, Justin Fields rookie season numbers don't mean that he's not going to pan out as a good quarterback but if you just look at the history of the game you look at the recent history of the game you know he, if if he turns out to be a star um, you know, it would be an anomaly. And, and look, anomalies happen, right? Like, it, it, you know, the, these things do happen in the world of sports, but it, it would certainly, you know, take the, the, the type of jump that we saw from a Josh Allen. And we talk about Josh Allen's jump because it was rare. Uh, so that's something that the Bears are going to have to sort through from Matty Rufus and Ryan Poles and Luke Getze and Andrew Janoko, the quarterback's coach. They got to figure out, you know, what does Justin Fields do well when is he at his best? And how can we build a playbook, get the right players around him to get that out of him? I, I just, I think we also have to recognize how broken that offense was last year. And it was so broken that it didn't work for Mitch Trubisky. It didn't work for Chase Daniel. It didn't work for Nick Foles. It didn't work for Andy Dalton. And I know I'm not listing... Guys who are elite quarterbacks, you know, so like the, 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 there's the, these are these things go two ways. Like, you know, the quarterback's got to play well and, and the system's got to work. But we, we saw what happened when you put a rookie quarterback uh, who wasn't ready to go in a system that we had enough evidence to know was a broken system. So I'm very eager to see what Justin Fields looks like in a new playbook um, with, with new players around him with a new look at new look offensive line. But yeah, I'm I'm also very interested to see how he himself is improved uh, when the Bears start playing, you know, as early as their practices this April. And every time I talk about Justin Fields, and I am critical, there are people that go bananas when, when they hear me say that. But the reason I'm critical is the game has changed, and you don't have time to wait in today's NFL. The time to gear up to make a run is during a quarterback's rookie deal. But the quarterback has to be good immediately because if he's not, then you're just developing him for someone else. Because once you have to pay the quarterback, well, you know what happens? Then you run into the same problems as Green Bay, Seattle, Pittsburgh after they paid Big Ben. It's very hard to build the complete team around him. And, and I think this offseason, Kevin, what the Bears have to do is figure out is Justin Fields the kind of quarterback that can be an elite player? Or is he a guy 
that you can just win games with, say like Tannehill in Tennessee or Garoppolo in San Francisco. So now you have to make sure that you truly have a complete team, which means an elite level running game, a big time offensive line, a standout defense, terrific special teams. Because if you don't have that, it's really tough to win unless you have one of those elite level quarterbacks. Yeah, Zach, you're right, and I think the Bears should operate this offseason as if they have a quarterback that is going to need a lot of people around him to make this work. I mean, again, you just have to kind of look at the evidence. Obviously, at Ohio State, there were times that Justin Fields was an electric, dynamic quarterback, and he had great players around him and a great system, but he made incredible plays too. You look back at last season – and if you're trying to figure out, okay, when did Justin Fields put this team on his back? You really have one quarter of football where you can feel really good about making that statement. That, that, that's in Pittsburgh, right? And, and the team, and, the, and then ultimately the defense let them down in that game. So you just don't have enough you know, film. You don't have enough games to look at where you can say, boom, there it is. That's... Look at the way he, he did it. You know that he has the physical abilities to do so. There's no doubt about that. It's just if you're trying to look at the rookie season and try to you know glean anything from that that tells you he can be that elite quarterback, you're not going to find it in the rookie rookie year tape. You know, so you're you're going off some assumptions, and so I think you 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 build as if you need to get as many good players around him, and then if he does turn out to be that elite quarterback, then you're in a really great shape because you've got this great team. Around him, because as you said, you you have you know essentially the Bears are, are going to have to make a decision about Justin Fields, you know, two years from now, like that that's like they got to if he's really good in 2022 and 2023, then you got to pay him, um, and, and then once you do that, that's going to affect what else you can do uh, around him in terms in terms of building your roster. If you're not sure what he is after two years, you have to start thinking of contingency plans. Uh, and, and you know, one thing, and Zach, I, I think I don't know how many times I've said this to you, both on the air and off the air, but I'm a huge believer in the Ron Wolf theory of drafting a quarterback any opportunity you get. And, and, and Ryan Pace did not do that. Um, it was Mitch Trubisky or bust for a few years. And, and that's not to say that you know there would have been somebody in the middle late or late rounds that could have taken over for Mitch Trubisky. But I go back to when Jay Cutler was here; they didn't draft a quarterback. Uh, you know, there was a guy named Dak Prescott who was available in the middle rounds of 2016. You know, there are some, you know, and those are rare times that works out. But sometimes you got to take those shots at those guys so you have other options to look at in case of that worst case scenario. Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic is with us taking your Bears phone calls for the rest of the hour. 312-644-6767 is the phone number here at The Score. Out to the phones we go. Let's start in Lombard. Mike, you're on The Score talking Bears with Kevin Fishbane. How you doing, guys? Doing well, Mike. So here, here's the deal. Um, I heard the beginning of what you're saying about, you know, Joe Burrow. And, yeah, it, he had a bad line, and look what he can do. And so you don't want to hear about the line. You don't want to hear about the coaching. We'll see what Fields does. And I know we got to give him two years, and we'll know in two years. But I just my, – my opinion is you got to take everything from last year, all his stats, throw it in the garbage. Because with Matt Nagy, um, you know, Trubisky was bad until you took the play call away from Nagy. Cole Komet, we don't know what he's going to be because of Nagy. 
he didn't even throw him the ball. Robinson now is coming out, and we're hearing all these different things about he wasn't targeted enough. Um, this thing with Nagy is so weird that we don't really know. I think personally he was calling arena league um, calls, play calls. Um, but when you got a guy that they're taking the play calls away from your play caller, the whole offense is, is just bizarre. So will Fields be great? We don't know. But all I'm saying is I would look at this year as like his first year and throw all his stats out because I've watched, when I watch those games, what he could do, he's so calm and uh, poised and he can hit throws. So we don't really know if the other stuff was naggy or him. We really don't. So that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah, it's it's a good point, and it's something I hit on earlier about how we we saw that this offense did not work with other quarterbacks. You know, it wasn't just Justin Fields. It didn't work with other wide receivers. It didn't work with other offensive linemen. There was a lot of things that just didn't operate efficiently in the Matt Nagy scheme. Um, but you know, as Zach alluded to, and and we saw it in that Kevin Seifert piece in ESPN um, late in the season. You know, there's also this. Well, how like, you know, this offense was so bad. The system was so bad. But should the quarterback's own statistics, his own play, have been that bad? Because I listed those quarterbacks earlier, and all of them still performed better in the Matt Nagy offense than Justin Fields did. Now, obviously, those guys weren't rookies, so there was a, you have a different situation. Um, but you, you, all, you have to make sure you, you're considering everything. But I do think that you, you got to be very careful with how much stock you put in what you saw from last season. I think last year, throughout the season, we kept asking ourselves, how much better would Justin Fields be if he was surrounded by better coaches? And then I started looking at some of the other young quarterbacks that have performed well immediately in today's NFL. And I asked myself a different question. If your quarterback is good, he overcomes everything around him. Justin Herbert had Anthony Lynn as the offensive mind in his first season as an NFL quarterback and thrived. Last year, he had Joe Lombardi, and no one, with all due respect to Joe Lombardi, no one considers him an innovator. Russell Wilson did not have an innovative offensive coaching staff around him when he immediately thrived in Seattle. There is nothing that you look at in Cincinnati and say, that's innovative from a coaching standpoint around Joe Burrow. Yet he was able to lift everybody up. And that's what I keep going back to. You know, there was a defensive head coaching staff in Buffalo. Josh Allen had a terrible first year then and lifted himself up to a level that you can only hope and dream that Justin Fields comes close to being like that guy. But he's not. And the reason I say that is, We've seen Justin Fields use his athletic gifts and get pounded. He's not as strong as Cam Newton, and he's not as strong as Josh Allen. Even though he's a big guy, he takes shots, and and he's not good enough to be able to overcome those shots. That's why he was banged up multiple times this season. And while he's fast, he's not elusive like Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson, where they avoid hits with their athleticism and speed. You know... The more I start thinking about it, Justin Fields reminds you a lot of RG3, where they've got similar skill set. Talented player, big, athletic, fast, not elusive. Both took a lot of shots. 
It ended RG3's career early after that great start to his NFL career. And RG3 had small hands. Justin Fields has small hands. And we've already seen the fumbling issues that he's had. I, I just think those are things that I'm not sure you can overcome. And then the other thing is, when I watch Justin Fields, it doesn't seem as though he understands what a defense is doing pre-snap, post-snap. And is that something that you can quickly pick up? I don't know, Kevin. I don't know if you can. Yeah, it's, you know, that that's the one part of the game, I think, where sometimes you have to, you have to, you have to wait and see, like, can they figure out the defense? You know, the Bears told us for years that Mitch Trubisky was going to get to that level of understanding defenses. And when the Bears were finally playing well on offense with him at quarterback, you know, they kind of cut the field in half. Um, and, and that style of offense had a bit of a ceiling. Um, now, I, I think if, you know, again, we don't want to kind of go down the rabbit hole, Mitch Trubisky, but you, you, you go back to what Dow Loggins had constructed for him as a rookie, and you kind of wonder... Why why was that offense better than what we saw last year? You know, Mitch Trubisky as a rookie had much was much better than Justin Fields as a rookie, and he had much worse players around him. Um, so you know, I guess it, again it comes back to how bad was that offense last year, and 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 what you know what what can Justin Fields be, and and how can that that's Luke Getzey's challenge um, is trying to figure out you know. He's going to learn about the way Justin Fields reads defenses, and, and, and he's going to help improve the way Justin Fields read defense, reads defenses. You would hope. Um, so you know it's it's so hard, Zach, because you, you I mean obviously you you want to see a guy like Justin Fields succeed, and you want to see what a Bears team can look like finally with an elite quarterback. And, and everybody was so excited last year, and it just went so horribly wrong. You know, I always look at, the, like, that Cleveland game. I understand it's unfair when you're talking about the first start, right? You always have that asterisk, the first start of a guy's football career. Think about how many bad quarterbacks the Bears have had in 100 years, right? And how many bad offensive schemes they've had in 100 years. How many bad offensive lines they've had in 100 years, right? You look at all that, yet that day, that day in Cleveland was the worst. Like, everything about it was horrible. So you just, like, when you see something like that happen, you have to be open to everything, right? Everything is on the table when something like that happens to a franchise that is known for not being able to put it all together. And there will be people that say, well, look at the second half in Pittsburgh. Look at the second half against San Francisco. And yeah, but, boy, you know what? When you look at the totality of the season, that sure seems like the aberration. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. Kevin Fishbane is with us for the rest of the hour. He's taking your phone calls on all things Bears. Zach Zaidman with you until 9 o'clock on The Score. Moments away from talking Bears with you and Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. But Juwan Howard, the Michigan head coach, has released a statement, quote, after taking time to reflect on all that happened, I realize how unacceptable both my actions and words were and how they affected so many. I am truly sorry. Howard goes on to say, I am offering my sincerest apology to my players, their families, my staff, my family, and the Michigan fans around the world, I would like to personally apologize to Wisconsin's assistant coach, 
Joel Krabenhoft and his family too. Lastly, I speak a lot about being a Michigan man and representing the University of Michigan with class and pride. I did not do that, nor did I set the right example in the right way for my student athletes. I will learn from my mistake and this mistake will never happen again. No excuses. And we'll have much more on the Michigan-Wisconsin fallout at the top of the hour. If you're just tuning in, Howard suspended by Michigan for five games the rest of the regular season. Fined $40,000 by the Big Ten. Two players have been suspended for one game effective immediately. Terrence Williams II and Musa Diabate. And then for Wisconsin, head coach Greg Gard not suspended Find $10,000, and Jacoby Neath, a player on the team, has been suspended for one game, effective immediately. Zach Zabin with you until 9 o'clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, we've been talking Bears. Pleased to be joined for most of this hour by Kevin Fishbane of The Athletic. So let's go right back to the calls, because I know a lot of you want to talk to Kevin. We'll start in Peoria. Steve, you're on the score with The Athletic's Kevin Fishbane. Hey, hi, Zach and Kevin. Uh, Zach, you had mentioned about those other offensive coordinators. The one thing I think about them compared to ours, those had game plans. They didn't just have plays. Uh, Nagy was one that had a whole full, you know, notebook full of plays, but didn't know how to put them together to create uh, any type of uh, good offense. And I think that affected Fields a lot. And uh, like Kevin said, uh, it was completely broken. There was nothing going into uh, getting receivers open. It was just plays that he just threw in there, it seemed. Whatever it was that, you know, he picked one out of the hat, and that was the next one. Yeah, you know, I I think you make a great point about guys not being open, right? You know, like that, that was something, and Justin Fields kind of admitted this to us at times, that, you know, something to get used to the NFL was um, sustaining drives took, takes, takes work. And, you know, and, and what you need to sustain drives is move the football. You need guys to get open. You know, look, look obviously great quarterbacks can throw receivers open, and, and Justin Fields has the ability to throw receivers open. But so many times over and over again last year and the year before that and the year before that, you turn on the tape and you see wide receivers and tight ends just not getting open. This was just not an offense that schemed guys open. It was not an offense that had the type of playmakers that could get open consistently. Um, and, and that mattered. And, and look, I, you know, I, going back to the quarterback, Zach, I, frankly, I think some, sometimes I think the best thing going for Justin Fields, like the, the thing that could give people almost the most hope moving forward is not really the Steelers game, but it's the fact that there are so many things that went wrong around him, right? Like that's... That's you, you talk about kind of those. You can look at them, look at them as excuses, but I look at them almost as you know. You're just hoping that all of those things that didn't work is why he can be better with a scheme that can work. Kevin, you've done such a great job this offseason of talking to the people who helped mentor and teach the people that are currently in the positions of power with the Bears. What have you learned from an offensive standpoint when it comes to what we can expect the philosophy to be? Yeah, well, you know, to me, talking to Joe Moorhead was really illuminating. You know, he's 
head coach of Akron right now. He's been at Penn State, where he almost got Justin Fields to commit there. He did, and then Justin Fields ended up going elsewhere, as we all know. Um, he, he was at Mississippi State, where he brought in Luke Getze, um, who was his former quarterback years ago in, at Akron. So that's the style of offense. That's kind of the style that, that Luke Getze learned under. But there was a lot of other coordinators and coaches and head coaches that Luke Getze Learn from, you know, from Matt LaFleur to Mike McCarthy to Frank Signetti um, at Pittsburgh, um, where Andrew Ginoco also learned from as well. So, you know, it's this idea of, you know, utilizing RPOs, but also having a vertical passing game. And when you just look at those things uh, on its surface, Zach, that screams Justin Fields, right? That screams a type of offense that you would like to see Justin Fields run and, and see what with his skill set what he could do with it, because you saw little glimpses of that at Ohio State. So, you know, I think if you're looking for influences into what Luke Getzey's going to run, you look at the Joe Moorhead style, and you look at the way that they that they can highlight a quarterback's strengths, and, and that's what we could see with Justin Fields if everything goes right. What do you think the Bears are going to prioritize this offseason? Now that Ryan Poles is, is the GM here, he understands the coaching staff he's working with. So there hopefully is that alignment that you need where everyone's on the same page as to a plan of attack. What do you believe this plan is going to look like this offseason? Well, I, I think they have to overhaul a couple positions, Zach. And, and you talk to Ryan Poles, who's a former offensive lineman, and you can really tell that he did not like what he saw on tape watching the Bears offensive line last season. And I think you start there. And, and the type of people he's going to try to bring in to fix that offensive line, them talking about the players, that they'll, whether it's signing through free agency or, or, or drafting. Um, and then you look at wide receiver. You know He knows the importance of that position, a position where the Bears have two guys under contract for next year in Darnell Mooney and Daz Newsom. And you look at where Ryan Poles came from, and he saw what having not just Tyreek Hill, but those other receivers in Kansas City who sometimes they catch the ball one step, they're gone. Those are types of guys that can change a game. And, and trying to find the right players who can do that for the Bears. The other side of the ball, you go back to then you go to Matt Eberflus's, uh influence, right? That slot cornerback position. What Kenny Moore was able to do in Indianapolis and, and shoring up the middle of the field that way. And a three technique. That defensive tackle who can re- re- wreak havoc the way DeForest Buckner did. For Indianapolis, the way we saw guys do it for Lovey Smith's defenses, go back to Tommy Harris, Henry Melton when he was healthy. Um, so, I, you know, those positions, I think, are, are really paramount in terms of the areas where the Bears need the most help and the areas where Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus, based on their recent experiences, know how much it can help a team if you have really good players at those spots. Man, I hope that Justin Fields can take that next step this upcoming season with this coaching staff and hopefully surrounded by a better infrastructure around him because it would stink with everything that they've invested in this guy to have another first round quarterback not be able to realize the full potential that you thought coming in. Hmm. And it was ugly last season. It was ugly. I know everyone will point to the, the two big games that he had against Pittsburgh and San Francisco. You need more than that to be a quarterback that you can have faith can take you to the next level. Kevin, I really appreciate the time. Always fun chatting with you, and I know we always come away a little bit smarter when it comes to football after we talk Bears with you. 
Well, thank you so much for having me, Zach. As always, it was an honor. We will read throughout the offseason everything that Kevin Fishbane has to say and write in The Athletic. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll visit with NFL Network Stacy Dales. I don't just want to get her thoughts from a football standpoint, but I want to get her thoughts on the big college basketball story that occurred yesterday, the fallout happening today. We'll recap next. Zach Saban with you until 9 o'clock on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.